Hi, I'm Sam Barsky, artistic knitter, and you're listening to the Gravity Beer Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast. We're recording today in Studio A. Thank you, as always, to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Okay, let's get started. Our longtime listeners know that we have a well-established reputation for breaking new ground. This is most certainly no exception, because we have a fascinating guest on today's show. More on that in a moment. Whoa. Well, First, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. First, an introduction. Uh, yes, yes, I'm here. Alongside folks. me today That's is the right. host of Gravity Beard. Please welcome Greg. The most fascinating person. No, you're not the fascinating. Oh, guest. I'm not. No, you're the you're the host of Gravity Beard. Right, I know right? that, but I'm thought I was the most fantastic, fascinating person on this show. Sure. Okay. See, I guess you are. I'll See? go with that. Hey, thank you. Do you know what we're doing here, or did you just wander into the studio again? Yeah. All I saw was you had equipment set up on the studio, and I came in and put on the headphones. You just figured since the equipment was set up that it must involve you somehow. Right. Okay. Right. It's a pretty good it's guess. It's usually the case. It's usually a good guess. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Are we playing uh, Cards Against Humanity? Nope, we're not. Oh. No, we're breaking oh. new ground. That's something we've already done. Oh, we're doing something true. new, breaking new ground. That's true. We're playing Dice Against Humanity. No, no, that's that's not what we're doing. Huh. Okay. We have a special guest. He's a phone guest. Where he's is he? phone? he's oh, expecting our phone? call. He is? So if you're ready. I am ready. Do you know who we're calling? Ivan? No. Oh. We're calling Sam Barsky. Do you know who that is? Is he a relative of Matt Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> no. But I bet if he knew Matt, he would be glad he wasn't Matt. That's right. No right. one wants to be Matt Brooks. I'm going to ask him. That's my only question I'm going to ask him. For the entire interview? Yeah. All right. Well, I, d I don't want to give away, for, for the listeners that don't know who Sam Barsky is, right. I'm not going to give him away just yet. Right. Let's just call him. And then ask him. Who because really the point of this interview is, is to find out, who are you, Sam Barsky? Oh, really? Yeah. So let's call him right now. At least now. you're not Sam Barsky. <laughs> no. Oh. I think you're going to find out that Sam Barsky is very glad to be Sam Barsky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's just call him and find out. I'm going to ask him that, too. Okay. All right. Let's go. Hello? On our phone line now is a fascinating guy. He's the latest guest on the Gravity Beard podcast. Please welcome... Sam Barsky. Hey, Sam. How are you, Sam? Fine. How are you? We're great. Good. Now, I, I don't think I told you this in advance, but I'm joined by one other person. I'm joined by Greg. Yes. I'm not near as interesting as you, Sam. Well, you're interesting at, at least in what you do. Well, you don't know me that well. Why don't, why don't you give him a little more time and you might change your opinion? Yeah, I think you'll find out I'm not very interesting. <laughs> but but nonetheless, it's not about Greg, as it usually is. Today, right. today it's about you. And I want to start here, Sam. For those that don't know, please explain for us what you do that has made you famous. So I knit sweaters with pictures of all different things. They could be landmarks from around the world, animals, holidays, or anything you can think of. Give us a little background, if you will. Where are you from, and how did you get started doing this? So I'm from Baltimore, and I started doing this because I had learned to knit in 1999, and then 
about a year and a half later, I started experimenting and knitting pictures of things, and it took off. Where were you knitting initially, if it wasn't places? I started doing scenes of nature, which I still do a lot. How many of those original sweaters that you made early on do you still have? Do you, do you still have any of those? I have all of them, except for one that I donated to a library. Oh, interesting. Oh. Which one is that? It's a picture of that library that I donated it to. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And do they have it, like, up in the library somewhere? I don't know if they have it publicly displayed or not, but there was an agreement that I had made with them. Okay. Got it. Okay, so so just just to clarify, you're known for knitting sweaters of iconic landmarks and then taking pictures of yourself in front of those landmarks while wearing that sweater. Exactly. Got it. How many places have you visited while wearing the matching sweater? Probably close to 100, if not more. Wow. Wow, okay. And do you have a favorite place? And is is that also your favorite sweater? It's hard to have a number one favorite. I ask that all the time, but I really can't have a number one favorite. Do you have a number two favorite? Not even that. Okay, because all right. I, I know I did a better job on some than others. Right. I really can't rank them. Okay. Okay. Well, then, it, j- just give us a maybe just a few that are among your favorites. Yeah, like maybe top five or, you know, just some, maybe not even ranked. But, without, like, without ranking them, just give yeah, us a few of, of they, the ones that you're the most fond of. Yeah. So I can name some fan favorites, like okay. Times Square or the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay, yeah. Or the Stonehenge one is very popular. Oh, wow. Sure, sure, that makes sense. And And have you been to all of those places? Yes. I was looking on your website, particularly on the page where you've got sweaters for sale. And I noticed that I think maybe all of them are short sleeve. What's the reason for that? Actually, the sweaters I've knitted are, some of them are long sleeves and some are short sleeves. I do a mixture for all different times of the year, but what are being sold are reproductions of them as t-shirts which are all short sleeve so oh, far. T-shirts. Ah, okay. okay, I got gotcha. you. Be- because also of pictures of you at the places, a lot of those are short sleeve sweaters. Now, I've seen, I've, certainly I've seen you in long sleeve sweaters and pictures as well, but you've, you've knitted a lot of short sleeve sweaters. Yes, I, I do a mixture, so I have them for the whole year. Okay. Now, do you wear sweaters every day? Yes, I don't own anything else to wear. Okay. Okay, so as you mentioned earlier... You started all this in 1999, but didn't really get a lot of attention for your sweater knitting and travels until just a couple of years ago. What finally drew attention to all of this after 18 years? Mostly social media was what helped. Like the, what, the big break I got was almost three years ago when I accidentally friended someone on Facebook who I didn't know, and he looked at my page, and he saw all the sweaters, and he thought, wow, and he wrote an article on a site I never heard of before called Imgur, and it went viral. And within a day, the mass media picked up on it. Within a day? Yes. I woke up on morning, and it was a big surprise. Wow. Well, and, and what was that like? Overwhelming. Yeah, I would bet. How do you handle such a thing? I mean, because I mean, you're going just going about your business for so long, doing this thing that you're enjoying, and then all of a sudden it's got everyone's attention. How, how do you adjust or respond to something like that? It, it was a very hard at first until I got a grip on it because I had 3,000 requests for wow. interviews 
and for with the media, and I couldn't even see the emails, let alone grant the request, which I very much wanted to do. And I know you're not big into ranking, but would you rank maybe this interview maybe the best one you've ever done? All the interviews are great. Oh, okay, okay, all right. But this one's got to be particularly enjoyable for you. Yeah. Yeah, each one has its own merits. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll accept all that. Right. You definitely are famous. I mean, I certainly didn't know that you got 3,000 requests overnight, but y- you have done many, many interviews, and you've been featured by... I'm just going to list a few of them, and this is just a, a small sample of the list, but Forbes, Time Magazine, The New York Times, NPR, The BBC, NBC New York, The Telegraph UK, and many, many local papers in major cities around the United States. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yes, and the whole world. Wow. And I, I've been interviewed by media sources in other languages, too. Wow. With translators. That's amazing. No kidding. And you even have a Wikipedia page. I'm assuming you're aware of that. I was unaware of it myself until people tipped me off about it. Now, would you say the information on there is pretty accurate? Mostly. It's based on what... It seems to reflect what's written in the articles, which isn't 100% accurate. Like little things here and there are a little off, but it's as long as it's not degrading or anything, I'm fine with it. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, you're all over social media. Here's some details on that. You've got 46,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, it's pretty close to it. You've got over 50,000 followers on your Facebook page. Yes, it keeps on climbing. You'll have 50,001 after this interview. I'll promise <laughs> <Yeah>. you that. <laughs> and then, of course, maybe most importantly, you've got your own website, sambarsky.com, where people can get more information in, about you and, of course, buy sweaters and T-shirts. Exactly. Another question I had is, what does your wife think about all this? She's very happy for me. She's excited about it. She's very supportive. That's great. Now, is this a full-time job for you as well? Yes, my career is things having to do with my knitting. So I, I teach classes, I give lectures, and I have exhibitions, and I sell, of course, the merchandise like the T-shirts. Right, right, okay. That's a good segue because I wanted to go there next. You do appearances, right? Yes, exactly. And if someone wants to wants to have you appear in their town or, or at an event or whatever, they can get all those details on your website, sambarsky.com. Exactly. One of your first appearances was as a result of a, a Kickstarter campaign just last summer for St. Louis, wasn't it? Yes. So I knitted a sweater of the arch, and when I came down to the arch, I had arrangements with a lot of reporters, and they interviewed me there. Now, have you ever come to Texas to do any of your, like, to, have you ever done, like, the Alamo and come to go see the Alamo? The, the Alamo is on my wish list of things I want to do one day, but I haven't. The only thing I actually did is I was in uh, uh, Texas in this place near Amarillo one time, and it was this canyon park, and I didn't have a sweater of that park. I wore my Shenandoah National Park sweater there because that just happened to be what was with me at that time. And I, I put a picture with my wife, on social media, wearing it. And then someone found that on my Facebook page and put it in an article and thought it was a picture of that park. Oh, wow. So what you're saying is you got away with it. I, it was not my plan, <laughs> but someone else thought that's what it was. You pulled one over on everyone. 
for people that are listening that might be interested, what would it cost someone if they wanted you to visit their town now? Like, let's say we wanted you to come out and do the JFK Memorial. Yes, like I, I listed my prices like as low as ten thousand dollars, but I do varying prices. Sometimes I, I negotiate with people. I noticed that there's one price if you if for just an appearance, but then there's another one if you put on an exhibit and and teach teach the knitting, or and then of course it may be an additional charge if if you're going to leave the sweaters behind that you knit. Yeah, sometimes I'll offer as I did with the Boulder Library. Sometimes I'll offer to leave one one sweater behind that will be their souvenir for the event. That's great. But as of now, you actually haven't given anyone a sweater yet other than the library, correct? There's only one out there. Correct. Okay. Wow. Oh, okay. So just, just to clarify, because that, that's a really interesting note. Other than the sweaters that you have yourself, there's only one other sweater out there that you've done. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That makes that very unique. Yeah. Very valuable. Yes, because it takes me so long to to knit one that for me to give up a sweater is very hard. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, plus each one, to, just to make it, is a big engineering challenge where yeah. I have to figure out how to solve all different problems with it. Explain that a little bit. Because each one has, has its own techniques that I have to figure out because no two are alike. I have to think, how can I get this or that done? Another note that I read relating to that is that you don't have any patterns. You do all this freehand. Exactly. I don't use a graph. I just do it as I go along. So you just do this all in your head and figure it out, basically. Is that right? Exactly. So yes. you ever get to the point where you're like, you've you've pretty much done a, a good majority of it, and you go, oh, no, I really messed this one up, and I got to go back and undo this? Sometimes I actually feel like I wish I had done it a little differently when I'm way past that point. And there have been a few times when I've gone substantially back on it, but usually I won't go back more than a few rows. Sometimes I'll just live with it. Right. Maybe that's one of the things that makes it unique, right? Yes, because each one is has a lot of challenges of its own. First of all, just finding the very yarns I make it out of and deciding which yarns to use. That can be a challenge. Yeah. Give us one specific example of, of how you had to make some of those decisions. Yeah, sometimes I have to go to multiple shops to look for just the right yarns. Sometimes I have to to de- decide, should I make this out of winter or summer materials? Mm. I got a question about this too. So like you say, that's all you wear is sweaters now. So even when it's warm outside, you wear a short sleeve sweater. Now, were you wearing sweaters all the time before you started knitting as well? Or, you know, before you picked, picked it up? No, actually I was wearing like multicolored shirts, like button down shirts that were multicolored with all kinds of interesting prints on them. Okay. That's why I wore throughout college. Okay. And even afterwards, until I started designing my own sweaters. Now, I read on your Wikipedia page, too, You are were you in, in nursing school or something like that? Is that right? Yes, I was, in, I was studying to be a nurse at a local community college, and I was having some medical issues at the time. Everything okay now? I'm in remission now. The problems haven't gone away, but the symptoms are under control, and... So I'm able to live a pretty normal life. But it doesn't affect your knitting then, correct? The knitting helps. Okay, good. 
Well, Sam, you've been incredibly generous with your time. Yes. We really appreciate you joining us today. Yeah. Is, Greg, did you have anything else no, before we go? No, I was just say you're very fascinating, and I appreciate your time as well. And we definitely would like to have our people, you know, go to your website, find something, find one of the shirts, and, and buy some of your product. Um, and and if they have an interest in having you come to their town and and teach knitting and do a you know a, have you do a sweater of their something famous in their city, please go to your website. Yeah, we we actually have a really active Facebook group, and we had somebody in the group suggest that that you knit a sweater uh, depicting your your interview here on Gravity Beard. <laughs> I'm not sure how you would do that, but that suggestion was made. It would look like just a bunch of radio waves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know we, we'd be perfectly fine with that, actually. And then and then you could just stitch the, you could just knit knit the word gravity beard across the front of it. Yeah. Like, if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> if it's possible for anybody, it's possible for you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if the average person could do it, but I think you probably yeah, could. You could figure it out. I know that. It, 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 I, I've done words. I did the Hollywood sign with the word Hollywood. Oh, so, so there you go. I yeah, saw that job. one. I, I like that one quite a bit. Short words are possible. Well, it's been great visiting with you. We appreciate the time. I'm very glad that you were able to, to turn your hobby into such a lucrative venture. And thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Just a quick reminder where you can find Sam and his sweaters. His website is sambarsky.com. That's S-A-M-B-A-R-S-K-Y. Like we said, he's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can just search for him by name in those places. And Sam, you've also got a YouTube channel. I don't use it very much, but I have some of my stuff on YouTube. I watched a couple of the videos. Now, um, is there anything else you would like to plug before we, we leave? So... I, if anyone wants to learn how to knit, if anyone wants to bring me to their town, I'd be happy to work something out. Okay. Your email address is on your website with all the rest of the information so they can find you there. Yes. All right, Sam. We really appreciate the time. It was great talking to you. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, there you go, wow. Greg. Sam Varsky, Artistic Sam Knitting. Sam Varsky. Yeah. <laughs> That guy is far, far more famous than we will ever be. There is no doubt about that. <laughs> no doubt about that. And if you've that. been to his website, he's very, very good. I have good. been to his website. I'm saying for the listener, generically. Oh, oh. For people that want to visit his, you'll, you'll discover on his website that he's tremendously talented. Oh, yeah. He does yeah. knit sweaters. He's a natural. That look very accurate of these places, these landmarks around the world. Right. And then you'll see pictures Robert of Sam. Robert Redford was the natural, but the real natural is Sam Barsky. Is Sam Barsky. That's right. He knocked one out of the park with this interview. Right <laughs> he got 3,000 media requests overnight. That's un- liter- How do we literally. get him? You know, after he said that, I was wondering that. Yeah. We must have been way after the 3,000 and like, <laughs> and like, they had already approached him, had done a, he done all the interviews, and now finally got to us. Yeah, he's probably like, oh man, I'm finally Gravity Beard reached out to right. me. But he's a really nice guy. He wouldn't admit we were the best ones, though. He wouldn't rank us number one. I think he, I think he he doesn't like being painted into a technical corner. Yeah, like he didn't want to rank his sweaters. No. You know, I don't I think really he wanted them. him to get, rank us into a technical corner. Though. He wouldn't even really tell us what his favorite sweaters were, just kind of in general. Right. He wouldn't. 
Almost as if he was afraid of offending the other sweaters by yeah. favoring. He, what he did was he told us what other people liked. Right. Yeah. Right. Not what his favorites were. Which means he's navigated the the media experience right. many, many times. Yes. If he's if he encounters a question he doesn't want to answer, mm-hmm. he simply will not answer and it. And he did not want to answer that one. No, and we asked it about four different. And we didn't say you don't have to you don't have to rank them. Just give us a few of your favorites. He didn't want to do that. Wouldn't go there. No. No. Like, I mean, you could t- name a few of your favorite children. You have like 27, mm. right? Yes, but yeah. I could easily tell you my favorite. I could right. probably tell you my, my single favorite. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. You could rank them. And then when that child falls out of favor and I like another one better, I'm glad to yeah. announce that as right. well. Right. Now mm. you're my favorite. Yep, and I right. usually do it at a, fa- a really important family meeting. Right. Mm. But these are like his children. I thought that too, though. Yeah. 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 I, I It would almost be just as interesting to to interview his wife from yes. her perspective. Yes. You're just leading this nondescript life, doing this hobby that you're enjoying. Hobby that's made a business now. Yeah, that's now yeah. his only business. Right. But it, but he loves it, so good yeah. for him. Yeah, absolutely. We'd all like to do that, right? Heck yeah. You know, like yeah. football players do, are they're playing a hobby for their life, but then, then they make money at it, right? But they don't get to do it as long as Sam can do his hobby for a business well this certainly resonates with us we would probably choose to podcast full-time as a job rather than doing what we do every day speak for yourself (laughs) not that we don't appreciate what we do but we also enjoy this i would i would happily do this for money Uh, yes if anyone would pay us to do it right all right but unfortunately we're not as fortunate as sam barsky no sam barsky is basically living our dream way better at knitting than we are at podcasting (laughs) i can just tell you that right now there is no way I could possibly dispute that. No, that's right. right. Well, Greg, thank you for being hey, here. Hey, thank you, Toph. For hosting your podcast. That's right. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Well, let me finish You're up with some- You're welcome for letting uh, you be my co-host. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Let me finish up with some brief credits if I could. Yeah. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. That's where we have serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. It's also where we discovered Sam Barsky. Actually. That's right. One I just our... requested an invite to your group. Yeah. No, you didn't, because you don't have a Facebook. I just did, I okay. I'm just going to ignore that. Signed Call up. us on the hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. If you enjoy the show, please tell another human about it. I'm dialing in. You're not, actually. That's, stop saying that. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.wordpress.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. The music from our show is by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For Greg, the host of the show, yep. I'm your co-host, Toph. You've been listening to Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Say goodbye, Greg. I'm not ready to say goodbye. I'm sorry. I'm turning it off anyways. Ready, Greg? All right. We, we, don't, we don't have a lot of time to mess around. Hey, Sam. How's it going? He's not actually... He's not hey, right. buddy. Hey, hey Gregory. I know we haven't met, but Stop. you and I Stop. are good friends. Stop. We don't have time for this. Stop. You ready? Are you ready to get started? I've been ready, Chris. Ready? For what? I'm going to do a little intro, then we're going to call him. Oh. Ready? Yeah. Hey, hey. Sam. Stop. I thought he was calling in. Sorry. No, he's, I he's saw not, his name he's on not your calling phone. in. Gravity Beard is a proud member of 
the Podfix Network. Are you still here? Chris? Chris, I've lost you. Don't go towards the light, Chris. Chris, come. Come back to me. Chris, I love you. I love you.